That is the fourth TIE Fighter to arrive here this week. You have such a tremendous interest in the First Order. Now that they are increasing their security presence on the Colossus, you must be thrilled. These guys aren't security. They're stormtroopers, and stormtroopers are only for one thing. Looks like there was a system here, but there's no star. Those planetoids, what could have done that? Pirates, scramble the aces! Protect your station, not racers. First order will provide all aerial security. All racers are officially grounded. Are you serious? We need a plan. They could be preparing for war. That's why they want this station. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Castle Run less than 12 months. Hey everyone, and welcome to Castle Run Weekly. My name is Danny. And my name is Anna. <laughs> yes, I am joined by my friend Anna this week, guys. So if you uh, have seen any of the other things that she's ever been on with us, um, she's been on a few shows with us, and uh, we've gotten to join her on a few things. Um, we're really excited to welcome her as part of our official team, guys. She's I'm joining so Castle excited. Run Weekly. Yes. Uh, So Kristen is still here, uh, in case you're worried. Um, But Anna is uh, stepping in for our resistance review this week. Um, So I know we were doing them weekly. Uh, We've got five episodes for you guys um, to to talk about Uh, because we were kind of I kind of wanted to let the story build. To be honest with you, because uh, I I don't know if you felt the same way, Anna, but I was kind of feeling like it was. A lot of minor stuff, like, there wasn't much to talk about, you know? That's true. Especially, like, I feel the last three episodes really connected very Mm -hmm. nicely. So that was good to, like, it's better to talk about it all in bulk than just, like... Yeah. Because it's much more of a kid's show than what we're used to with, Mm -hmm. like, the other... Much younger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it takes a little while to build up. (laughs) <laughs> right, absolutely. Um, and so the episodes that we're talking about this week are the episodes 11 through 15. Um, so I know, I think we're at 16 or 17 now, something like that. I think yeah. We're, yeah, but uh, we're doing 11 through 15. Um, and it's getting good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I feel like it's finally to a point where I don't feel like it's such a kid's show. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like there's something in it for me as well. Mm-hmm. Like, um with Rebels, like, I felt like that in the first two episodes, but it picked up really quickly. I felt like with Resistance, it took a little bit more time for me to, like, okay, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Well, and I agree with that, because, I mean, a lot of it, I, and, I, and I kind of shirked it off as world building <laughs> when we first started and everything. I was like, oh, no, hang in. They're they're setting the characters. They're world building. It's all yeah. good. and. And everything, and then it with the first ten episodes, and I was like, "All right, we don't know any more than we did at the beginning. Totally. What's the purpose?" Um, and so it kind of we we stay positive on the show, but it kind of yeah. made, it kind of was a struggle at times to go, "Okay, what do we talk about? Like, what happened? Like, exactly. there's nothing there." So, um, but with these episodes, I think that it's a good ramp up and everything. Um, and so I'm excited to have you on, uh, as an official Kessler on Weekly host, <laughs> um, to, to join us to talk about these. So, uh, 
I don't want to necessarily recap all the way through them or anything, but just kind of the highlights and the big story points of them. Um, but first off, so the first episode, episode 11 that we're talking about, uh, Bebo. What did you think about that one? Ah, he was so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, I'm always here for the creatures. (laughs) The slimier, the better. No, I'm kidding. But no, I thought, like, this was like, okay, if I sum up what the resistance has been for me, I feel like this episode was it. Like, it was very kid-friendly. Like, I feel like this is that I could use at work and be like, what was the lesson in this? Um, (laughs) So, yeah, that was like, okay, Bebo was cute, which... Mm-hmm. Brings a lot of like the usual Star Wars that we see, mm-hmm. um, but still for me was like oh, it's so kiddish, <laughs> right? Uh, but I thought it was. I mean, Niku is I, I like him. I love <laughs> like, Niku. So no, I love him. <laughs> uh, he reminds me of so many of my kids. So they're so blunt and like oh. no filter. So I like that about the the. That's what keeps bringing me into the characters, and mm-hmm. I thought it was for them to see like okay look we're still doing something for Niku so I like that about you I did too Uh, and I agree with that with Niku like I don't he he's kind of I mean not necessarily gotten on Kristen's nerves but she's not it's not been his favorite I've loved him from the beginning like I just I don't know like you said I love his bluntness and his just kind of like just unaware of everything like he just calls it like he sees it and then most of the time, it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> and, and, I, and I love him. And in this, where we get to see a separate side of him, where he's he's just connecting with something. Um, because we see him as the friend of Kaz, or as the friend of Tam, or uh, working in the shop and stuff like that. But this this is a moment we really get to see how Niku connects with something, um, with a pet, in a, essentially. Yeah. Um, and how he ends up caring for Bebo and all this other kind of stuff. And I, I think it's adorable. Like, he talks about how stinky he is and, and all this other kind of yeah. stuff. And he's like, but I love you anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. I mean, it's like that, that, I know, I think about all my kids and I'm like, okay, when they're with their pets, it's so cute because they're really caring. Yeah. And then sometimes with other people are like, I don't care about you, like, mm. whatever. So I thought it was really cute. And I thought that it was like, also nice to see Kaz like protecting Niku and like okay right. he's really into this like we need to make sure that some they, he doesn't hurt his feelings mm-hmm. so that was really nice and then at the end when he brings Libu or whatever they call <laughs> it, I thought yeah. I was like yeah that's Niku yeah like, <laughs> absolutely um <laughs> in, in, I'm glad you brought that up because Kaz's development throughout this whole thing um I felt had almost kind of gotten kind of stagnant at a point. Um, yeah. And, it, and what's funny is that, so the episodes that we're talking about with these next five episodes, this one I feel like almost kind of set the spark for the next four. Um, because even though there wasn't a whole lot to discern or to take out of this particular one, um, it, it kind of started the growth for a lot of the characters, I think. Um, and you, and we see that in a lot of these uh, episodes coming up as well. Uh, but one thing that I did want to make sure I brought up to you because uh, you're a big Rebels fan, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and call it now. Whatever ends up happening with Resistance, um, the big uh, Bebo mother, uh, that's gonna be the Pergil. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. I'm waiting on it. That's gonna be the Pergill because in one of these episodes we see it just lurking below the Colossus too. It didn't leave. It's staying. So there's something going on there. Like I'm calling it now. It's it's the Pergill. (laughs) I don't know who he's gonna who they're gonna take off into hyperspace or drown. I don't know, but that's the (laughs) Pergill. Yeah. (laughs) Um that's exactly what I thought of. It, It almost felt like kind of like um like when uh, Filoni did the, the Zilla Beast episode in Clone Wars, yes. the the big Godzilla-like creatures and all this other kind of stuff, and kaiju and all that—that's that's a fandom of his. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. It, it was it was a fun episode seeing that come back into play and everything. So yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And to see a baby version—that was really cool too. Absolutely. No, I completely agree. Um, so yeah, so that's all for eleven. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much. That would have been a very short episode. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so so episode 12, Dangerous Business. So this is where, you know... It starts. <laughs> it, it kind of starts. Um, I, I liked that in this episode, Kaz kind of gets a lesson in customer service. <laughs> yeah. And I feel him on a personal level. <laughs> um. Because I could name those customers. Like, oh, no joke. The second that I heard all the customers always right, I cringed. I went, hmm, <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I, I myself work in customer service, and so yeah. it's just kind of like, yeah, I've seen these kind of customers multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> you knew right away it wasn't going to be easy. Like, you knew it was gonna, something was going to happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, especially leaving him in charge of an entire store. Like, okay, cool that he did some stuff for you, but you're going to just leave him in charge? Like, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. I thought it was just kind of a little out there where it was just like all of a sudden, oh, hey, buddy, thanks. Protect our livelihood. Go get him. <laughs> I'm in the back. You already know. Oh, he's going to mess up with the back. <laughs> right. It's like he told the kid, don't touch it. And yeah. he's like, man, I can't wait to see what's where I'm not supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how this episode starts um, with you seeing Kaz kind of be more responsible mm-hmm. and kind of like being improving on his mechanics, even True. though he was going to make one part. But mm-hmm. he was like, okay, at least let me do this to be nice because I know, God, I blanked out her name. Uh, Tam? Tam wanted to use the, the ship. So yeah. I think that was cool. It's also like, Shows that, okay, he is growing in this show. Like, he's, like, becoming a little bit more responsible. Like, Mm -hmm. he's really taking care of his part in this plan that he has or friendship or family kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I completely agree with that. I hate that it's taken 10 episodes for that to happen. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I'll give you a chance. (laughs) It's all good. Um, Because that's the thing is, like, nothing about the show has necessarily been bad in any way it's 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 a good show um personally i've just been like you said earlier i've been looking for something for me um what what am i going to get out of it out of this giant canon of star wars that we already have so how does it affect it is this just a feel good kind of show or are we going to have some story and things like that and so i like that this episode i feel like really kind of starts to kick that into gear because kaz gets the runner run in with the first order unknowingly <laughs> after yep. he deals with the the worst irate customer ever <laughs> uh, 
Which is why I never follow you into their car. Hey, will you load this in for me? No, no, I'm good. No. Thank you, though. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's the thing. Like, he still has so much to learn because, I mean, if BBL has to tell him, like, look, this guy looks shady. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're like, oh, yeah, kind of. But, like, no, dude, like, you're supposed to be part of the resistance. You're supposed to, like, pick on these things, problem solve. Like, don't right. do it right away. <laughs> so, I, it stresses me out about the show. I'm like, come on. But then I remember it's like a good show. It's just that we're used to like Thelonies being mm-hmm. like, okay, with the Clone Wars, we were like already at war. So it was already a dark time. Mm-hmm. This is still so happy. I'm like, so I keep waiting for that moment. Like, I know <laughs> you're going to come out there, Filoni. Like, let me see who, where. Right. But, yeah. I, I want to establish the happiness and then promptly take it away from you. Exactly. <laughs> right (laughs) um but yeah so basically so so the customer i can't remember his name at the moment but the customer ends up stealing a rare mining component um that i thought was interesting because obviously so with episode the the mid-season finale episode 10 station theta black um that's where they learned that the first order was creating weapons for large-scale armies um, for all of us that have seen these movies, we're like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And <laughs> so, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, thanks for telling us what we know. Okay, move on. <laughs> um, but I guess what interested me with this uh this mining piece was it was talking about like it's it's used for large scale mining. And I know that Kaz was directly putting it back to the weapons, but it made me think of Starkiller. Because um, mm-hmm. even though we have seen Starkiller shown in the show already, I wonder if they're still working on it. Um, yeah, it's still not to be complete. Right, right. Because um, this is six months out uh, from Force Awakens, um, which means that we're going to be running up on it fairly quickly, which means it's going to be getting dark pretty quick. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> right? <laughs> Give me my tragedy! No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... I'm interested to know if that does have anything to do with um, with Starkiller and the construction of it or any, and everything. Um, but yeah, but for... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, sorry. You know what? It also reminded me, because I've been rewatching Rebels this whole week. You know how also in Rebels, they... Um, in the one of the last episodes that they go um, into a mining guild also, and they notice that the... The empire, mm-hmm. <laughs> the empire was taking over also to like my like you know do their stuff for the weapons right. for the. I'm like it's really interesting that they still use the same techniques now for the Star Killer. Like mm-hmm. okay, you're still using the mine guilds and you're still using the same thing for the weapon. Like you didn't learn. Like you could have been more. Exactly. <laughs> shouldn't we be more technological by now? <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing is, like, I mean, it, it, I like that you brought that up because it's it's history repeating itself. That's yeah. exactly what it is. It's just that now they can't come from within; they have to come from the outside um, and make everybody think that oh, we're the good guys and smooch them over and everything. And which is is crazy because it's separatist tactics. It's exactly mm-hmm. what the separatist army did yeah. before Palpatine was like, okay, Order sixty six whole thing's done um because that's what the, the i think it was um it was the lemur colony i can't remember what their species was but they were a peaceful planet and they never had any war or anything the separatists came came to him and were like hey we're gonna offer you protection they're like we don't need your protection we're peaceful he goes 
yeah, but you will, so we're going to stay anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, well, we don't want you to. Eh, but we're going to. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what the First Order is imposing. Um, so it's yeah. almost like we're getting to see the two sides of it. So we had the Republic Army become the Empire. Now it's almost as if the Separatists are becoming the First Order. It's, I don't know, it's it's interesting to, to yeah. see play out. Uh, the fact that all of that still lives, you know? And they use the same tactics. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. interesting. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so what did you think of uh, Bitey? <laughs> <laughs> he, was so, he was cute. I, I love how they like they used him with the wiggle fingers. I like how he was chasing and bothering BB-8, and BB-8 was just like, you're so annoying, I'm just going to chase you. <laughs> uh, but I I also like to see like how BB-8 is more... Like, even though we see him as a drawer, I feel like he's more mature. Mm-hmm. And it's weird to, like, think about it that way. But right. he's, if it wasn't for BB-8, like, Kaz would be gone. Like, it would, he would be done. Like, he still oh, yeah. needs that. And BB-8 has, like, he has, like, the mission still in his head. And he knows exactly what needs to be done. And, like, come on, dude. Like, keep it up. Look how they're doing. And look, mm-hmm. I have to be taking care of everything here. Because if not, you will be done with the resistance so, yeah i love that part oh yeah well i mean without bb-8 he would have lost his life multiple times oh yeah sure. and bb-8's like look man stay on target like just stay on the mission be cool yep. <laughs> you're gonna get both of us caught yeah <laughs> absolutely um so yeah so next episode next ep- <laughs> oh i like that one yes uh episode 13 the doza dilemma um, I'll let you start this one. So, well, this is the episode where we're now seeing like the pirates attacks and they kind of like working with the force, the first order, which I thought that was really cool to see how um, in this one, they're using them against like the whole colony. So yeah. I like how Kaz is not like, is still going after Sonara and he still hasn't realized like, oh, because, oh no, wait, I'm going ahead. But before <laughs> that, I love the game that they used of the shooting game. Oh yeah. I don't know what it's called, but I thought that was really cool because it reminded me of I, A New Hope where he, where Luke yeah. is like practicing and I was like, oh, this is the shooting version. It's super cool. Yeah. Um, and them realizing like, oh, Sonara can shoot and then mm-hmm. I hate that he didn't click in that one together but it's okay he's still very innocent mm-hmm. um but it's cool to see now the first order kind of get dark and it's like okay dosa is not really listening to us let's let's hit it where it hurts mm-hmm. and for me to see how they're like going to be the um, uh oh, i forgot the name not the empire uh first order, <laughs> first order. oh wow <laughs> order how it's like okay we're gonna go against your family and like kidnap Torah in order for you to realize that you need us I thought that was like dark but pretty cool that it happened mm-hmm. uh, obviously it didn't like the part that she gets kidnapped but yeah. it's like the techniques that we know that they're gonna use so mm-hmm. I thought I was like oh it's interesting for them to show us in a kid show that they're gonna kidnap the daughter of the right the <laughs> Well, and I think this is one of the moments that where it gets the most serious, to be honest. Yeah. Um, because it was just kind of like, oh, oh, okay, we're going there. That's that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wasn't expecting it either, but like, I feel like from the beginning, it, you kind of 
know that the pirates will be portrayed. Like, there's oh, no yeah. way they're getting paid. Like, maybe for the first few jobs and everything, but when they're like, all right, we're out of this, we're done, this is it. It's like, okay, yeah, because the First Order lets people go to... Yeah, it's like, so quick. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, I went out of this life. Oh, do you? Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> not happening. Um, yeah. But, I mean, as wrong and messed up as it was, it was like a really weird genius to play it that way. Cause I actually yeah. didn't see that coming in the episode after the fact I was kind of like, Oh, it's kind of smart. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, that's cool. Um, yeah. but during the episode, I mean, I, I was actually sucked in, um, which hasn't happened often with the show. And so, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised and very excited about that. So, so the pirates, um, at the instruction of the first order kidnap Torah and then double turn the first order. They're like, Oh, the first order's here to pick her up. And then they start firing on the pirates. And I'm like, what the heck? And then they rescue, yeah. <laughs> quote unquote, rescue Torah straight from the pirates, bring them to bring her back to the Colossus. And it's like, Oh, well, we did this for you. You know what? It does look like you need protection. We're going to yeah. have to stay and everything. Like, <laughs> right like old pal yeah <laughs> um which I, in in the separatist tactic part I, I thought was interesting is that so at this point uh commander does hasn't agreed to the first world occupation yet but von reg tells him we'll, we'll leave a small security detail for you and it's almost like let me just put my foot a little bit in the door cool now you can't shut me out <laughs> and, and I, sorry oh no go ahead no, I like also that in the episode you see Sinara kind of like going back and forth knowing that she's doing something wrong and kind of like feel that guilt because these people have treated them so nicely. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to see that dilemma that she has as well. But also her being scared of the pirates because then at the end of the day she is part of their crew. Right. And being with the separatists, it was like, oh, you guys are using the same techniques from before. Like, let's go after your family because, you know, we're evil people. Right. So I thought that was, like, really interesting. I thought that Phasma was going to come on the show and kind of bring mm-hmm. Tora um, home, but I was surprised that it was the other guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, okay, cool. I mean, Doza has no choice now. You rescued his daughter, which is the most valuable thing he has right now. So right. he is- screwed <laughs> exactly exactly because i mean it leaves him with no choice at this point in his mind he couldn't even protect his own daughter mm-hmm. and i mean i would imagine to a father that's the worst feeling and he, even though he's like oh no your security details not needed no 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 we insist yeah <laughs> it's like i see what you're doing <laughs> yeah. that was, that was and there's a part in this episode was it this one no it's the next one no go ahead <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll go ahead. We'll go. We'll jump into the next one then. Um, <laughs> um, so the next episode to cover, um, which uh, we're, we're making some good time on this, because um, I've got some some deep discussion I want to get into a little bit. <laughs> um, but for this one, so episode fourteen, the first order occupation. Who saw that coming? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with this one, obviously the first order has fully decided that you know what the Colossus is our home. Um, and, uh, they're looking for a spy, which is not good news for, uh, Cassie, old boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so they're looking for a spy. Um, they in, in, and I liked uh, there was one part where uh, Doza was talking to I think it was Commander Pyre, uh, the Gold Trooper. Yes, um, I always felt. Like, I don't know why, but I'm, I'm forever going to associate them with Power Rangers, because <laughs> that's exactly what it makes me think of every that's time. That's true, that's true. <laughs> so the Gold Ranger, no, I'm just teasing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so at one point, Doza, though, mentions to uh, Commander Pyre that he said, uh, it seems that some of your troops think that, your author- that their authority supersedes mine, and it's at that point that I feel like, because I mean, I know he knew that it was going to get out of hand anyways. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's it's starting to spiral. Like, it's fully out of his control. These people are not yeah. listening to him. It's full First Order occupation. Yeah, and you see it, like, in the hallways. Like, there's, there's, he has no more control. There's, they're surrounded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's it. He's done. Yeah. And, I mean, they're, like, shaking down random citizens and all this other kind of stuff. Um, I did, uh, like, it, I think it's... Okay, so it's the next episode. See, I'm about to get ahead of myself, too. Because <laughs> that's the one I really want to talk about. Um, but uh, in this one, though, um, I mean, Kaz ends up finding out Sonara um, through one thing to another and everything, to be honest. Because um, she's not as, not as good of a spy as she thinks she no, is, either. either. <laughs> uh, I love the part that they're in the elevator. Oh, it yeah. was so very, like, all the movies combined. <laughs> That part was like, oh, I see what you're doing there. Yep. <laughs> I love that part. I thought that was like, oh, here, I'll throw you, like, you guys to remember the movies. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was cool. <laughs> um, well, I... I- well, for one, I did want to mention though that so Kaz sneaking around will never not be hilarious to me um, oh. because it's like the, watching Looney Tunes like all no. the time. Like I, I it, it's it's he a bad episode. Of, what's that? He, he can't walk straight. No. Like, He'll drop everything. He's super clumsy. Like I, like I'm gonna be surprised if he really makes it to like after the war. Everything like, <laughs> like no. right. Clumsy. No, in <laughs> no, and, and that's the thing is like so in this episode and the next episode, I feel like that's when even though he does make quite a few mistakes, Kaz starts to kind of get in the mindset of I'm with the resistance. I'm I'm a spy. And everything, because I mean, it's not as bad as like the first of the episode, the first of the season, where he's just like, "Oh no, me spy? No, no, no. Where's where's the spy? I don't know what you're talking about. What spy? It's like nobody mentioned spy. Kaz, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I think that he's kind of slowly coming into his own, um, as far as really realizing the the gravity of the situation. I think. Um, as far as seeing the First Order up close. Because, I mean, he knows they're the bad guys and everything. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that it's now really starting to set in for him. Yeah, like, it's real. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not like, okay, I'm gonna go work on a spy mission and come back home and be okay. Like, no, now the problem is there. Yeah. So, you need to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the, it's not keep them from everything else it's how do i survive this situation exactly. um, and the thing is that they bring the kids which i'm always so like okay who are you like i need to know more mm-hmm. because they come like in those moments where you're like okay why are you coming out of the moment and how were you able to defeat that first trooper right so, wait am i going forward you are but that's okay <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> 
notes. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> um, well, and I think I think the last thing in the first order ap- occupation because this one was more about getting Sonara off the Colossus yeah. and getting her out of there because they were looking for the pirate spy. They weren't actually looking for a resistance spy, which yeah. that's to his luck at this point, <laughs> um, considering how many times he almost got caught. Uh, yeah. But he he's working to get Sonara off. I love their like their final moments and everything together, <laughs> where yeah. he, he's like shh. There's no time for sensitive goodbyes. And she's like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> it was really nice because even though he knew that at a point, like he, she was the pirate or whatever, mm-hmm. that she came around, that he still wanted to help. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. And mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised that she just like left. I don't know, if you know, it was just like yeah. that. There was an ocean in that little thingy. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, okay, that's it. Like, mm-hmm. I thought there was going to be a little bit, like, more of a mission, like, she's not really leaving. So I was very surprised that, like, oh, no, she's gone. Yeah. Oh, right. (laughs) Or she would have been like, oh, no, I'm going to stay or anything. But I I guess she really couldn't have stayed if she was found out already. Um, But I think she kind of is going to fall in the same thing with Bebo and everything. I think it's another seed being planted. Um, She kind of reminded me of, um, oh, what is her name? Um... Sabine's uh, counterpart. I can't remember her name right now. Uh, so, um, she worked for the Black Sun. <sighs> you know who I'm talking about, though. Yes. <laughs> uh, I okay. I forgot her name. <laughs> but Sabine's but bounty. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Right. Um, but yeah, Sabine's bounty hunter friend that worked for the Black Sun that was. At first, an adversary and comes in the end in Rebels, spoiler alert, um, and helps out <laughs> everybody and helps save the day and everything um, and completely liberate Luthal. So I think that she's going to be, I think she's a seed that's been planted for later. I, I don't think yeah. this is the last we've seen of her. Yeah, so, for sure. And especially because I like those characters. I like when Filoni brings all the bad characters and they mm-hmm. make you think like, oh, this is why they did it. Mm-hmm. But it also is a character for them to think like, it's not over. Like there's a part that it's good that you can still change. So, mm-hmm. and that's what I love about Star Wars is those redemption stories. So I'm right. always up for that. So I'm like, yes, come back, <laughs> save the day. Uh, because even with Maul, I'll, I'll say, like, he had his redemption. It didn't last long, but it was there. So I always love those little... I mean, moments. technically, Vader's didn't last long either, so... <laughs> and Vader had the best redemption stories in Star Wars, so... You're right, you're <laughs> right. <laughs> which which I think is a lot of why everyone's conditioned to hope that Kylo turns and also, oh, oh well, maybe right. we can save Ben. I don't think he's making it out of nine, but... <laughs> he'll be one of those like with vader at the last moment like oh yeah i see the error of my ways i'm good now dead so you know well that's uh, i'll take care we're talking about <laughs> that's a different episode <laughs> yeah. um but yeah so in that one though i mean um i, I thought that it was really cool basically Cash showing mercy to her, um, yeah. even though that she boldface lied and like betrayed him. Essentially, at the same time, he's like, you know what? I know you're this person. I know you're a pirate. I know who you are. It's all good. I, I get so why you're doing it. I want to play devil's advocate right now. Okay. Do you think Poe would would have done the same? I don't. 
actually. Not not Poe at this moment. Poe after yeah. Last Jedi, yes. Uh, Poe in this moment, no. He'd have shot first. Yeah. Um, he'd have no, found her and that would have been it. I thought that was really cool because right now we're in a point where the resistance is like done. Like mm-hmm. they have like when whoever we see from the resistance, like even if it's like I think the only one that's more noble is Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. But everybody's just like, ah, oh, just kill him. Like, just do it, just do it, just do it. So I thought that was like interesting to see Cass. Like, he's not, that's when I'm like, you're not 100% resistant brain set yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I felt like, okay, he let her go. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I felt like Poe would have like been like Cassian Andor and be like, oh, you're out. Yeah. I can't get out my arm. Shh, yeah. It's okay. Exactly. <laughs> so I that was really cool to see. Like, okay, he mm. is still something good, and it's not that part. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I completely agree. Um, but yeah, it, man, that's interesting to think about it, what Poe actually would have done in that. Because yeah, because yeah, at this point, he's just hotshot pilot who thinks he knows best. Yeah. Um, so yeah. We'll have to dive into that at some point. <laughs> I like that. We had to like bring in. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, I'll have to think more on that and get with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so that wraps up uh, episode fourteen. Now on to the one that we keep continually referencing. I know <laughs> throughout the whole thing that was actually the most exciting out of all of them. Yeah. Um, so this is episode fifteen, the new trooper. Um, I loved this. So much. <laughs> I love the walk. Yes. <laughs> so much. Um, um, I thought, yeah. So like I was saying, the kids came out and were able to defeat this trooper. I thought that was like, okay, who are you guys? Like how, why in this moment are you coming out again? Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool that they were like, oh yeah, he's in the elevator thingy. Just mm-hmm. like dead. <laughs> <laughs> Just like uh, threw him in a supply closet. It's like, yeah, this guy. Yeah. And then um, I love when BBA is like dragging him. <laughs> he's got him on his head. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was fantastic. But it was cool to see like stuff that we see all the time, which is like them dressing up as the trooper. I yes. enjoy those things. I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, we see it from A New Hope to Clone Wars to, mm-hmm. well, Clone Wars, they're all Rebels. I think, um, I think Rebels. Clone Wars, they did do that. Um, I want to say at one point, one of them did. I could be wrong. I know I know, Kanan did multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Kanan and Rebel, Rex. Maybe that's they, what I'm thinking of. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And even like, even though he was a trooper, even mm. in The Last Jedi, in Force Awakens, so... Yeah, I, I always thought that was pretty cool. Oh, definitely. I like seeing um, behind the mask and everything, too. Because I didn't think that they were going to take him off. I thought that they'd take the hat off, or not hat, helmet off, yeah. um, and reveal a face. I thought they were just going to leave him like the nameless, faceless <laughs> bad guys like yeah. Star Wars normally does. But all of a sudden, they take it off and it's like, hey, this guy's a human. And it's like yeah. you can almost relate to him in a little bit, too. Um but yeah, I was like, like I was like, are you Finn? I'm right. like, Can you take off the How messed up would that be? <laughs> yeah, like, okay, he sucked at fighting back. I'm like, mm. okay, that must be Finn. But I was right. like, yeah. well, and so the thing is, is like, so I guess theorizing if it had been Finn, um, we learned a little about a little bit about the First Order and the the reconditioning that they mentioned in Force Awakens. Yeah. 
and everything. And it's scary. Scary. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did not realize that they did this. So so they say at one point, um, it's uh it's when Kaz is as a stormtrooper and um they're in Doza's office and uh he's he's like uh he's acting erratically and outside of his conditioning. Uh send him for a uh, mental wipe and reprogram. He's like, Whoa, 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 nope, nope, no, not happening. And then he even calls it a brain scrape. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. So, yeah, and I thought, like, even thinking back before Order 66, obviously, they were clones, so it's different. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, you guys didn't care so much because they were clones and not really human, even though they become humans as we watch Clone Wars. But with these people, they're like, okay, they were kids and you were brainwashing them? You even right. were. Like, that's so scary. Yeah. M- multiple times brainwashing them, too. Yeah. So it's like, like no, if they do anything outside of what you want. Yeah, if they do anything outside of what you want, you take them, you recondition them, you wipe their mind, and then send them back into battle. Um, yeah, it, and, no, it's, it's crazy because, like, for example, I'm a behavior analyst, so I am trained to change kids' behaviors. Yeah. Obviously, we <laughs> don't want the kids to behave bad, and I, I come in. But for that amount of, like, reprogramming and brainwashing and changing your behavior, it's, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like I then I was wondering, I'm like, how is Finn okay? Right. After all of that. And then obviously you understand a little bit more of how he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Like it was so much for him. So I was like, I wonder how many of these were like defaults and troopers that didn't really make it after that, or what's what happens. Yeah, right. What happens if they can't make it? What if they exactly. Yeah. Oh man. It, it's getting dark. <laughs> it's getting dark. Um, but yeah, like it's, and and this is what we were mentioning at the first of of the episode too, or of of the show, where it's these big things. It's like, oh man, I didn't know that that's what they called it, or I didn't realize how severe this was, kind of things like that. These revelations to let you see into the sequel trilogy, because as much as I love the sequel trilogy, we know nothing about it at all. No. Uh, really very little of the world and the era that we're in other than that it happened. That's it. Yeah. Um, and and I, I felt that disconnect in Force Awakens. It was almost like the start of a new story, which it was. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, it was still Star Wars. With the prequel trilogy and original trilogy, you had familiarity. Where it's like, oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. And it just starts straight out with Ray, Finn, and Poe. And it's like, this looks familiar, but this is new. This is different. Um, which is not a complaint, but at the same time, I, I feel like in some way having a foreknowledge of how that world works and things like that might have helped a buy-in a little bit more, I guess, deeper for me. Yeah. If that makes sense. I wonder if like, okay, they're showing us how they became the first order and all mm-hmm. of this. I'm like, are they giving like us like a little hint of what's coming with episode nine because i'm like you guys are showing us really dark secrets of the first order right like is my man really not gonna turn because i do think he's gonna turn (laughs) (laughs) or like uh, other troopers or like what's gonna happen is there Mm -hmm. gonna be is one of them gonna be the new phasma like so i'm Mm -hmm. so many things in my head <laughs> uh, well, and and you you just mentioned kind of you just kind of mentioned something about Kylo Ren. I wonder if he has been exposed to any amount of this conditioning. Um, yeah. Because I mean, yes, everything seems to be his decision, but 
what if it hasn't been? You know? What if that's how Snoke got a hold of him? True. Is it like also Snoke dealing with his troopers? Yeah. But you know what's the only thing that I don't feel the connection with Kylo and the troopers? How every other villain has had like his army? Mm -hmm. Like, because we have Palpatine with his royal guard where they're beautiful red troopers. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have Darth Vader with their stormtroopers, kind of like he took them. And that's how I feel like part of the Anakin and him to have the clones surrounded him. Right. Whatever. You don't see that much with Kylo. It's more like, yeah, that's the army in the background. Right. So I also wonder, like, is it because, like, you didn't agree with the methods? Were you not involved as much? Like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Well, and I wonder what role that will play in Episode Nine now that Snoke isn't there. Because I wonder if Snoke was the only reason he was around. Um, Because Hux didn't agree with him. Hux was not happy with him in any way or fashion (laughs) um but now that the supreme leader is dead okay so kylo says that he's assuming supreme leader but will his own organization cast him out yeah or is he yeah there's so many things (laughs) so many things (laughs) i didn't like that going back to episode I think that they show us uh, BB-90 more on this yeah. episode than they did in the whole Last Jedi. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I'm oh, here for everybody that complained that BB-90 was on the show for two seconds in the movie. And then yeah. people like me that bought like the pops. <laughs> so, ah, cool. Yeah. So I thought that was like something thrown to the fans. Absolutely. No, I, I loved I loved that 90 showed up. As soon as you showed up, I was like, oh, man, because my dad actually <laughs> built one. So I was kind of like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I I liked that BB-90 was like literally portrayed on screen as a little snot. Like he was just a little brat like, no, you're not getting this. Get away. (laughs) Like electrocuting him and everything. I love that sequence. I love the droids. Oh, yeah. It reminds me a little bit of Chopper. And I'm like, oh. Chopper's my favorite. Yeah. I think it was Bucket had a a drawing of Chopper on. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. I was like, I have that in my notes. I was like, wait, that was Chopper. <laughs> like, hold on. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hero of the Rebellion, Chopper. Yeah, Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but it was, it was a really good episode. And I, I wonder if now we're going to see more involvement of those kids. in like, Or how is it going to change now? And I mean, I know there's a couple episodes that aired that I still have to watch. But I'm very interested if to see how... Dosa's like mentality is gonna change or anything because now there are they even though if they don't want to they are part of the first order. Mm-hmm. So what's gonna happen now? <laughs> Absolutely, it, it's a matter of figuring out where do we go from here. Um, because it, it what's happened has happened. Um, how do you extinguish it? Yeah, has it gone too far and everything? Um, one other discussion though um, that I wanted to bring up that I thought was really interesting in this. Uh, was the discussion that Kaz had with Tam about the Empire? Yeah, uh, where and I never and I mean I've I've thought about it, but never really put that serious thought into it. That we actually we know the Empire as the bad guys, the evil ones. The Rebellion knows them as the evil ones, which is the point of view that we classically get. But rarely do we see the side where, like Tam said, was. My grandfather, my grandfather worked in the uh, assembly lines and put food on the table. What's so bad about that? Uh, and things yeah. like that. And it was just kind of like, man, uh, because when the empire fell, 
I wonder how her family felt about that. Yeah, that was very interesting. And uh, that reminded me also of Sabine, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. she mm-hmm. was part of it and she went to the Academy and everything because at that moment, if you really think about it, you're a brilliant pilot. You're really good with, with weapons. Like that's what you did. Right. Um, and that's when it, the whole psychology of like, okay, the war is evil in both parts. If you want to really look at it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was also really interesting to bring it up, how they brought it up in the last Jedi. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they are bad, but look closer. They also have people working for them that they, that must just be their job. So like, yeah. is that really bad? Is it something uh, to be scared of? Like, I wasn't scared of my grandfather or father. Right. <laughs> so I thought that that was, like, a brilliant point. And that's when I feel like this is the moments where, like, I see the George Lucas in the show. Mm-hmm. Like, bringing those, like, oh, look, I'll tell you about war and, like, how right. it's more just the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and, and just like you said, there's not really a good or bad, depending on your point of view. Because um, Star Wars is big on certain point of view and everything. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, th- I think it's interesting to, to see the point of view of someone who was associated in some way with the Empire and that the Empire fell, the New Republic was formed, and she's like, you know what? I, I mean, kind of like how uh, it was uh, with Jin in uh, Rogue One. I don't have the luxury of political opinions, um, which I thought was, which I think is interesting. And so I'm interested to see how Tam's character is going to develop out of this. Um, yeah. Because the First Order, just like she said, she's like, what's so bad about them? They want to protect us and everything. It's like, but you don't get it. There's there's more. There's so, there's more to it. It's it's more like a mafia shakedown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, then the, but at the same time, she's just looking at it. Well, it's, it's security. I feel safe. I'm good. Which yeah. is how a lot of people are. And everything. Yeah. And there's not really a winner in war. And I like that the sequel trilogy and even Rogue One um, blurred those lines of, okay, yeah. well, well, who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? Because you both have done pretty questionable things. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it, and it brings it back even like with so many people that disagree with the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. And we see it a lot in Clone Wars when they're even bombing the Jedi Temple. So it's like, yeah, those are the things that are okay for you guys. The Jedi's are really good, but for these people, they're not the greatest. Right. It's it's very interesting that they always bring those to- topics around. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I definitely want to want to like explore a series on that. To be honest with you, like just go ahead and have it. We'll explore it from a certain point of view. Bring all my neuropsych books. <laughs> right. Let's just go ahead and really dive in. Oh, <laughs> uh, definitely. Um. I think that's all I had for... Oh, and the last thing that I wanted to mention about the kids, uh, the children from Tahar that showed up again, I think that the girl is Force-sensitive. I really wanted to see that. I have that in my notes, too! Yes. <laughs> I think she's Force-sensitive. Um, I didn't think it was the boy. I thought it was the girl. And that's yeah. I. That's how I think that she took over the Stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First Order Trooper, whatever. Um, so, yeah. And made I, it to where he could simply slip on a flying fish. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do think the same way. Mm-hmm. I, I think she's because I think in, in an earlier episode when they were first introduced, she said something about having visions or dreams or I can't remember how they yeah. how they said it. Um, but I think something about her or maybe their culture, I think she's force sensitive. And um, he's very and he's I know he is the big brother, but I feel like he's super overprotective of her because I mm-hmm. think 
kind of knows, but doesn't want anybody else to know. Absolutely. There's no more Jedi. So, yep. Absolutely. No, I completely agree. Um, so yeah, so I guess we'll see what happens. It is getting really good. I actually texted Kristen today when I was catching up on, on all of it and everything. I texted her, I was like, I know you said you didn't want to watch this anymore, but <laughs> it's getting good. Yeah. <laughs> and she was just like, ugh, fine. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So maybe she'll join us up next time and everything. Um, but if you don't have any last thoughts, I'm good too. You good? Good. Cool. Yeah. So I guess we'll go ahead and close it out. Um, Anna, thank you for joining me. At, no, uh, officially too. as my co-host. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited to have you on the team. Um, she is joining the team with me, Kristen, uh, and Cheyenne, uh, who has been in our earlier episodes as well. Uh, so we're building our little family here, uh, which is really exciting. Um, hopefully to have some really cool stuff out to you guys very soon. Um, but in the meantime, uh, guys, you can check us out on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Kessel Run Weekly and on KesselRunWeekly.com if I can talk. Uh, yeah. And Anna, where can they find you? So you, you guys can find me on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter at Le Geeky Life with two eyes. Um, and yeah, I'm so excited to be part of the group now. <laughs> Absolutely. We're excited to have you. Uh, and guys, make sure that if you enjoyed this episode or any previous episodes uh, to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, that definitely helps us get out there because uh, we want to hang out with you guys. Really, <laughs> that's ninety percent of the fun. So, <laughs> um, so cool, guys! So, it, thank you again for listening or watching um, another episode of Kessel Run Weekly. And until next time, my name is Danny. My name is Anna. And may the force be with you always. <laughs>